Hello, Field Podcast audience. We are back. It's time for season three. And today's episode is just a little bit of an update on what my staff and I have been up to in our time off this summer, some things we've learned about ourselves um, and some things we've loved and just some things we've experienced. So we'll share a little bit about that with you on that update. And then I'm going to give you a little quick preview of guests that we have coming this fall because, oh my gosh, we get to just hear from some really incredible people who are doing some really amazing game-changing work for women in the world. And then we also are going to, the staff and I are going to talk about some really important topics that are prevalent in our culture that that affect us as women and, and the impacts of that. So I'm super excited to introduce that to you. I'm going to talk about some of our staff's experience. We met last weekend to catch up. We gave ourselves August off. And so last weekend was just a touch base. How are we? How's your August been? And we each shared what we loved, what we learned, and what we're looking forward to. So you're going to hear uh, my staff's thoughts on that as well as mine. And there were both some kind of expected things and some big surprises for us. And we're going to talk about that and and the effects it has and, and what we've learned. So to start, though, I want to share with you some of our highlights coming this season. So first off, we are going to um, hear from Michaela Shirley. Michaela is our social media assistant and research coordinator. We met her um, last December in the interview process for some new staff members, and she didn't get the initial job she was applying for, but she, we knew she was special, and we knew that she was someone we wanted to keep in touch with. So about midway through the season, we brought her in to start shadowing Charlotte, and as time went on, she worked herself because she's got so many gifts and is just such a great human, worked herself into um, a really helpful position as a social media assistant and research coordinator. And you're going to get to meet Michaela in our first episode following this. And and wow, some super really wise insights from her on her experiences. Um, she's in her early 20s, coming out of college, learning a lot about herself, paving her own way. She talks a lot about her experience as an introvert in the world and what the culture says about that and how that can be really challenging to navigate. And she's just super vulnerable and authentic, very wise. Can't wait to share that with you. Then we're going to get to talk to um, Amaris Garcia. Um, You might recognize the last name Garcia. Her mother, Christy Martinez Garcia, was on with us in season one. Super excited to talk to Amaris as we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month and just hear about her experience in the world as um, a young woman, as what it was like to grow up in a family that really celebrated culture and history. For her, she's very involved in her family's nonprofit, Los Hermanos Familia, but is also a very talented, experienced career person in her own right. And we're going to hear from her about her experiences and how she walks through our talking points in her life with all that she's got going on. So super excited to share Amaris with you. We are then going to have um, a great episode with Clay Healthcare founder, Sarah Fiana. Clay Healthcare is focused on women's health and making sure that women's 
doctors are all talking to each other. Your PCP, your gynecologist, your therapist, your dermatologist, they're all on one page communicating with each other. And this was birthed out of her own challenging health experience starting in her late 20s that she had to navigate for many years and the challenges she ran into with that. And so this inspired her to start this new company. And I'm so excited to share Sarah with her and and how she's walked through her emotional mental, physical health, her boundaries, all these things that came up naturally for her in this journey as she was going through this and and decided that this is a route she needed to go and make available for women. So can't wait to share her with you. Then we're going to speak with my longtime friend since I was in high school, Don Carson Hagenston. Um, Don is um, a very busy woman, but she has some very similar experiences to me in growing up and then also has had some really unique experiences as she's grown into an adult woman as she works in a healthcare setting and all the things that she has seen, especially the last couple of years with all the challenges we've seen with COVID and all of that. Um, she, um, Her husband is an Army colonel. She's a mom of four. And she's had to, she's gone through her own um, healing journey. And so we're going to talk to Dawn and catch up. And I can't wait for you to hear from her and all that she has to offer. We are then as a staff, we are going to talk to you about beauty, who defines it in the culture, what does it mean, and beauty privilege, because I think that is a loaded topic. And this was actually the idea of one of our staff members. And I think it's going to be a really, really impactful, important, insightful conversation that we're going to have about that. You are then going to get to hear from the amazing Dr. Bernadine Waller. Um, Bern is a friend of my husband, Brady, and I's from our time at Adelphi University. And she is just doing some amazing work in this world. She's Her research is really focused on women subject to partner violence, specifically in the Black community, and what that means, and how, what is what are the roots in it, and how what do we need to do to, to move that forward and change that narrative. And that's just a small snippet. She's got TEDx talks out there. And she's the most amazing thing about Byrne is she is... The, one of the most phenomenal humans you will ever come across in your life. Giant heart, passionate, smart, insightful, faithful, uh, so much good to talk about Byrne. I can't wait to go through our talking points with Dr. Byrne. And then we're going to wrap up um, season three with our seasonal depression episode. And we're going to share that with you right as winter is starting. And it's going to be based off um, Jessica Garrison, our blog writer, wrote a blog about this early spring, late winter, early spring, and shared this with her, her own experience. And we're going to expand on that because I think it might be one of the more under-discussed topics that people deal with. And it can be a very mild to just kind of crabby and need some light and miss the weather to a very serious, actual diagnosed um, health issue. And so we're going to talk about that, people's experiences with it, and, and and hopefully some some sources out there that can be helpful in this walk. We have also are going to um, be bringing you a newsletter. We're going to try a newsletter this season. Our great blog writer, Jessica, is going to be working on that. So you can look forward to that being available. Our first one's going to come out around September 15th. Watch for that. It's going to have more previews of, of this season, but also it's going to talk about what 
we've been up to previously. So if you're new to us, you can it'll give you some ideas on how to get caught up and listen to some other episodes and, and learn about us. We also have been very busy, my staff specifically, has been very busy expanding our reach. And so as of this season, we are also, besides being available at embracinglayers.com, where you can find episodes, sources, blog posts, um, background on us, you and as well as on Instagram at Embracing Layers, you can now also find us, The Field Podcast, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on TikTok, and YouTube, as well as being available on Spotify if you just want to save that, follow that so you can get alerted when episodes drop. So we are just about everywhere you can think of folks. So can find us in multiple ways, um, whether it's blog posts you're looking for, whether it's sound bites or specific thoughts, or you want to see the whole episodes. All those things are going to be available in different ways on all those sites. So we're super excited to expand our reach there. Okay. So I mentioned earlier that we had a very interesting conversation in our staff meeting last week about how our August was, how our summer's been, how our time off away from the podcast has been. And I asked each of the staff members to share what they've loved, what they've learned, and what they're looking forward to. So you're now going to get to hear from the staff on that, and then I'm going to share my experiences on that. Let's go ahead and start with Jermaine. Something I've loved is honestly just being in this apartment <laughs> and it being summertime because I can think back to my first apartment, which was better than I expected, but also not that great. Like, <laughs> But I really thought that all I was going to be able to do was live in a teeny weeny little studio and um, that it was going to be, you know, just pretty janky until I could figure something else out or whatever. And it wasn't that bad, but even now moving, it's been really great. Today I've been cleaning. I finally have stuff on the walls. I'm, you know, my desk setup is kind of working better and everything like that. So in that sense, I feel good. I feel healthy. I feel comfortable. Something I've learned is <laughs> is he anywhere? <laughs> he has headphones on. <laughs> something I've learned is that living with another person really takes patience and compromise, but also like looking within and being like, okay, yeah, how can I be more reasonable and stuff like that? But also, it's been really great. Something I'm looking forward to is sort of continuing on this journey of improvement. I'm trying to increase my skills and really learn. And I'm just looking forward to more of this good feeling. Yeah, so. that's exciting. Oh, I love that. Thank you. All right, Charlotte. So something I love. I would say would be seeing new places over this mm -hmm. summer. I've had a lot of chances to kind of get away from my house a little bit. And I've taken quite a few trips with like the people that I care about. So like mm -hmm. my family and my best friends. So it's been a really nice time to kind of like have these familiar people with me as I go these new places. So this past weekend, I was in Rhode Island. I went to mm -hmm. Newport 
And it was so beautiful there. Just there are fantastic. We have friends that have a home in Portsmouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those Rhode Island beaches, I feel like, are kind of the an unknown entity on the East Coast. Yeah. I went to, um, at Rhode Island, they had this thing called the Cliff Walk. It's like one of the main tourist kind of attractions there. Yeah. But I went with my sister and my cousins and we found this kind of path that you can take from the cliff walk that leads to a more, the cliff walk is like safe. Like they have guardrails and stuff. But then if you go to this other area on the cliff walk, they have just kind of like rocks and it's very close to the water and the beach. So we found a little spot and we spent like a few hours there just talking and chilling. Like again, just like enjoying the moment and looking at the water and stuff like that, which is something that I haven't got to do in a while. I barely ever go to the beach even here. So it's kind of nice to get to escape to that there. And, you know, in Rhode Island, I did a lot of things that I love. I went antiquing a lot and going Mm -hmm. to vintage stores. So that was really fun. A lot of good food too. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yay. And then something I learned. So I've been doing a lot of now with graduate school coming up and then I'm also doing substituting at the school because I'm studying to be a teacher and I'm doing my student teaching this semester, but I've also got the opportunity to sub in the same district. Oh, wow. So on the days that I'm not there observing, I'll be able to be on like on call as a sub. Oh, wow. It's a lot of new stuff. So I learned that it's okay to ask questions because sometimes I feel like if I ask too many questions at once, I kind of come off as like, I don't know what I'm talking about, or I'm like bothering somebody. And I, you know, like they give you the phone number and they're like, if you have any questions, please reach out. But I always feel kind of like if I call more than once, I'm being a pain. So But then there were things that I wanted answers to. So I said, I have to be okay with kind of knowing that if I need this answer, I need to ask somebody and, you know, they know that it's just part of being new somewhere. So I lesson to learn right now, honestly. And if you ever work with someone who's not okay answering all your questions, then you shouldn't be working there. Yeah. That's what my mom said too. Cause I I was asking her a lot of questions since she is a teacher and she's going back to work too. So she was like, trust me, at my school, it's the same way. Like things are disorganized at first and everybody's kind of running around doing a bunch of stuff. So they'll understand if you have questions about stuff. So that made me feel good. And even the other day I did go in person to drop off the subbing paperwork. And I spoke with the woman who I had called on the phone multiple times. And she was like, you know what? I like that you're thorough. So I was like, okay, see, this is is better than I thought. (laughs) Good. And then... I'm looking forward to the new opportunities, like getting to work towards my bachelor's degree this semester, getting a substitute. It's equally nerve wracking and exciting. I'm excited to work with all the kids and get to make some lessons and stuff. But since I've never done it, I'm a little nervous too, but that's all part of the learning experience. So yeah. Wow. Good stuff, man. You guys have been busy. Okay. Jessica. Hi, everyone. Something I did like that I loved over the summer was I talked about it before going to Niagara Falls. Mm. I try to go on at least like one trip, even if it's small, like every summer just to get away and take time. And it was just so nice to go with my friend and not have to worry about anything for a few days. So that's always like my favorite part of the summer is when I get to go away. That's awesome. Something I learned, um, I'm a really big control freak. I've like always known that, but I'm starting to learn to 
let things go. So there's a lot going on in my life that I have absolutely no control over. So really learning to like, just go with the flow and I can't be in charge of everything. So I'm just kind of living life with that right now. Yeah. And then looking forward to, I'm just excited for the fall weather. It's my favorite Mm -hmm. season and I love sweaters and I love the the candle smells Mm -hmm. and my good friends getting married. So, you know, this is like my first grown up wedding. Like I was in weddings when I was a little kid, but now I was like my friends getting married. So I'm really excited for it. It's in Virginia, so we get to do a little road trip. So I'm like so excited because then she lives down there, so I never get to see her either. Oh, okay. Oh, so nice. it'll be like a little mini reunion. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, I love the fall too. I'm with you. I've got a pumpkin smelling, like fall harvesty smelling candle that I bought like in April and when we were in this really cool place in the hill country in Texas and I put it in my cupboard that's like it will not come out until September. (laughs) Yeah I get them when I can like now there's all these like s'mores and pumpkin and fire smoke and all that good stuff and I have them stocked for the season. (laughs) I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All right Michaela. Something that I've loved is being able to see family and friends because I know that with us being in the midst of a pandemic, we weren't able to socialize with people in person. So it's been really nice being able to socialize with people in person and being able to hug people and take pictures with them and just, you know, making memories, new memories with them along the way. And something that I've learned is to embrace the season of life that I'm in, because I know that Mm -hmm. I've struggled with comparison for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. And it's been difficult for me, especially when I go on apps like Instagram and see everyone living this so-called glamorous life that Mm -hmm. we like to portray on like our Instagram stories and Instagram posts. So I've been telling myself to just embrace where you are in life and not to allow what you see on social media to dictate where you are in life because you are exactly where you need to be and you shouldn't allow what you know social media shows you to dictate how you should feel about where you are in life today and something that I'm looking forward to is new opportunities um i've been getting so much encouragement from devotionals that i've been reading and just things that i've been seeing on social media that has really resonated with my Mm -hmm. current situation and where i am in life and i'm just i i'm just so excited for the second half of the year i don't know exactly what god is up to but i really feel like he's going to do big things in my life and i'm just excited to see what he has in store for me that's awesome. I love that. I love all, all the different things you said. And and you all spoke to things that are so important that you learn right now. And there'll be lessons that you'll learn and relearn again as you go through life in different seasons. Okay. So glad you've gotten to hear from our staff. And uh, I just always learn so much from them and their experiences. And so, you know, for those of you that don't think you can learn from people that are younger than you, please change that thought process. There are absolutely, do we have things to teach them? For sure. But can we learn from them? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I learn from them every time, every time we meet, every time we talk. So, so thankful for their authenticity in sharing their experiences over um, August and this summer with us. My experience was very interesting. I started out August going on a beautiful vacation with my family in the Pacific Northwest, weather was wonderful. It was perfect. You know, high 70s to low 80s. I 
live currently in West Texas, where it had been over well over 100 degrees every single day since mid-May. So just not really even able to get outside much other than like really late at night. And even then it was still hot. The sun was just down. Um, But able to get outside and enjoy the fresh air. We were in mountains. We were at lakes. We were by salt water. And it was just so refreshing. Really great time spent together with them. We got to wrap it up in Seattle, eating at some of our favorite places. If you haven't been to Seattle or haven't visited some of these, um, Macrina Bakery is a wonderful spot. There's now five of them throughout Seattle. So just Google Macrina Bakery. Mm, So good. M-A-C-R-I-N-A. Will be worth it. We always usually go to the Belltown one, but awesome. And then also some of our favorite um, mac and cheese and grilled cheese from Beecher's, which is right down on the water, close to the fish market. So those are my recommendations. Beecher's and McCrane Bakery, you're, you're welcome for the promotion. Enjoyed that and went to my um, husband's very favorite beloved Mariners who are actually having a pretty good season this year. Knock on wood, haven't been to playoffs since 2001, but we're hopeful that he's uh, going to be able to Help see them through. So I had a great, beautiful, like picture perfect day in Seattle watching watching baseball. Had a few health bumps along the way in the trip, but overall, good to be with our family. Good to have some just refreshing time together. And then return home on August, late August 8th and return back to work on August 9th. The week prior to um, leaving town, my boss was on vacation and had left a list of just things we needed to do to get done. We were hitting some wires and bumps on getting people signed up for some programs that had deadlines coming. And so we were charged with, and I was kind of charged with unofficially kind of overseeing that process, participating, kind of dropping everything in that process and, and trying to get that over the hump. And so a lot going on that week, trying to get ready for vacation, had a lot of other programs that I was in the middle of. So working hard, but also a lot of stress. But got through that week, did have a bump with the team during a staff meeting that I let uh, my boss know when I returned. Didn't hand, I didn't handle the situation very well. I, 10 minutes later after it happened, apologized for it, opened the forum for the staff and I to discuss together so we could move forward. We did that, moved forward, had a great rest of the week. Let my boss know about that. Don't want you to be surprised by it, not trying to hide it. I was stressed. I was tired. Didn't show up in the scenario situation the way I wanted to. So just want you to know that. Left, went on my vacation, came back August 9th, walked in the door was asked to come into my boss's office and was promptly let know that I had no longer had a job there. I was shocked. <laughs> I I couldn't even speak. It was kind of one of those moments where I felt like I left my body and was just having this total outer body experience. My body started shaking. I was tearing up. There was no opportunity to find out what happened after I left. There was no discussion about, well, you know, you might need to, we might need to take these um, steps because, you know, of what happened last week. No, it was just cut and dry. And I just, I, I never was so shocked in my life. I gave more than two and a half years to this, this, this place with all of my heart and soul and, and did a really good job. Um, you know, I was, have had great relationships with our partners, the programs that I oversaw were successful. 
and felt like I was doing some good work. But sometimes when you are in a situation that's not healthy, it's hard to see that, especially when you are working through other unhealthy things. I've been in therapy for almost three years now and been working through a lot of other things that were unhealthy and was just kind of going through doing my job and felt stressed with it, but was really kind of blaming it on the other things I was dealing with and not really paying a lot of attention to the actual lack of health in my work environment. And I have a history of codependence. And what I realized as once I got over the shock, and I, I honestly, shock, sadness, betrayal of what had happened to me, given what I had given to this organization and to with the team and people that I thought were my friends, and to have no opportunity to have discussion about what happened, nobody from the board reaching out. I mean, nothing. I was just so like stunned. Never had an experience like this in my entire life. 52 years old. I've worked a lot of different jobs across America as we've moved and lived different places. Never have I ever had anything like this happen to me. <clears throat> so it was a very emotional week. We started the process of selling a lot of things and um, getting rid of subscriptions and getting rid of um, cable and doing all these different things to, to minimize our monthly payment because we hadn't had any time to plan for this, not having my salary anymore. Um, we have a daughter that's still in college. So there was a lot of moving parts. They had all been things that we had been talking about getting rid of for a while just to kind of, do we really use this enough? Does, do we, does it justify us really paying this monthly? You know, we're trying to get out of debt and put ourselves in good position for retirement down the road. You know, and we've talked about it, but we hadn't moved on it. Well, we moved on it. About four days, we moved on it. And so a lot of energy focused on that. And once I was able to get through that and lift my head out of the fog, and just of the just kind of betrayal. And I had some, the people that I thought would show up for me absolutely didn't. The people that I had not suspected would end up showing up for me absolutely did. So you just never know how that's going to shake out. And I had a friend or two that just really helped me walk through this, walk through the severance agreement, how to respond, and just finding out that, you know, one of my friends in particular, who's an incredibly successful person, and has done a lot of great work and is, has a great volunteer heart, is very engaged in um, volunteer work in the community as well, had a similar experience to me several years back. And I, when she was hearing me talk about it, she's like, the same thing that happened to me. I was like, and that really kind of helped. I'm like, okay, I didn't feel so alone. The big thing, as I come out of this cloud of all these emotions and walking through them and trying to make sure I'm feeling them, processing them, feeling the anger, feeling the sadness, feeling the betrayal, feeling the shock, all those things, I come out of it realizing that was a really unhealthy environment for me. And I was in a very codependent type relationship with my boss and my team, which ironically was the exact kind of relationship I had been with my parents and brothers in my earlier years. And so I was just kind of like, how did I fall back into that? I was so busy working on not being that way in those relationships, as well as my relationships in my own family with my daughters and husband. And I completely missed that I went back into that relationship in my workspace. And I just kept, I my body was telling me all the time, every day, through tightness in my chest, through my anxiety um, feelings in my body, through my blood pressure, that this wasn't good. But I kept saying, I'm just dealing with a lot right now. So it's just, you know, it's not the job as much as all these other things that I'm dealing with in my therapy and family situations. And that was true to a degree. 
But once I got out of this fog about 10 days after this happened, I woke up last Wednesday morning calm with just this sense of like an elephant had been lifted off my chest and this complete contentment knowing I never have to go back to that place again. I never have to be in that environment again. As much as I loved the work, the environment was taking such a larger toll on me than I realized until I moved out of it. And I think that's just how sometimes life works. And so I'm really working through right now with my therapist. Oh my gosh, how did I not see this? And 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 really like writing things out and you know seeing where they are. Where did I minimize things that were really bigger than I thought they were? You know, I'd, I'd had people tell me throughout my time there, this can be a tricky place to be. And I was like, oh, I think I'm good. I've got good relationships, blah, blah, blah. I didn't not hear it, but just thought it wasn't happening to me and realizing in some ways that it was. And so um, that's been a big shock. We have been very blessed in that we've had some money that was owed to us through insurance stuff and whatever not that's come through at a very timely manner. That, that coupled with the um, things that we have gotten rid of from a monthly payment standpoint has bought uh, me a little bit of time in terms of figuring out what's next for me from a standpoint of job-wise, where I'm going with this podcast, all these things. So I'm incredibly privileged and fortunate that I am not in an absolute immediate have to figure this out right now. I can take the time and step back. What needs to be healed? What what is my body telling me? What is my inner knowing telling me that is going to be the best thing for me right now? And how do I proceed as I, you know, what kind of jobs do I want to look for? I applied for one yesterday that I'm super excited about, but also where do I want to go with the podcast and what do I see for the future in that? And having the energy to put into really good energy into this, this thing that I love doing with my team and putting out into the world and hopefully helping you all. And I, I went into that pretty in depth because I think that many of us have had that experience and it's really, really can knock you off your socks and really kind of take you out. But also realizing that, you know, sometimes these things happen in life and we don't always see it in the moment. But also for me, learning, listen and trust my body when it's sending me messages that something isn't healthy listen to it. I stayed there longer than I should have, um, some out of financial fear and some out of just really minimizing the effect it was having on me. And so that was my big learn <laughs> for August, something I loved. I loved my vacation time. And I, and I ironically love the feeling of calm I'm waking up with each day over the last almost week now of not having to be in that unhealthy environment anymore. Owning my piece of it and what I contributed to it and also thankful and thankful that financially we've got a, a little bit of space for a couple months while I figure this out. What I'm looking forward to, this podcast is full so much great energy here. So excited to share this with you. So excited to get it out on all these different platforms and grow our audience and and just get to do this wonderful work and, and kind of what's next for me in terms of my next, you know, opportunity and how that's going to look. And it's been a very interesting time. And this is historically, probably five to 10 years ago, probably even three, I would not have handled this situation. But thankful to lots of good therapy with my therapist, Kristen, and, and work that I've done and support of family 
and in friends, you kind of find out who your friends are in these scenarios. Thankful for the space I'm in um, with you today. So, so I've been doing a lot of reading the last few weeks. I've had more time and listening to a lot of other podcasts. And someone that I follow is someone named Susan David, and I get her monthly newsletter. Um, she's all focused on emotional agility. And this link to this article will be in our sources page on our website. Um, so you can read the whole thing. And I'm not going to um, share the whole thing with you, but there's some things that really clicked with me that it was speaks so much to my experience. And like, gosh, I, I wonder if I would have recognize this if I read this a few months ago. I don't know if I would have. Sometimes we just don't see things till we're on the other side of them or out of situations. But I hope that it might be something that might be helpful to some of you. If you feel like you're in a situation that you're not sure is quite right, whether it's unhealthy, whether it's just not inspiring anymore, and you're questioning what next moves should be, this might be helpful to you. And so I'm starting in the middle of the article, just going to read a little bit of it to you. And like I said, the whole link of the whole article, it's not real long, but it's got great information. It will be in our sources. Despite its many virtues, grit is possible to overvalue. This, this article is about grit. And when is it time to stop being gritty and step away from a situation? Just as important as the discipline to grit is the self-awareness to know when to quit. Perseverance is a necessary ingredient for human thriving, but we must be thoughtful about what we're persevering at and why. There's nothing admirable about working doggedly toward a goal that no longer matters to you, and there's nothing shameful about reevaluating your path. Both history and life experience tell us that an unwavering grittiness can bring as many negative consequences as positive ones. As early as 1965, Lyndon Johnson privately admitted that the Vietnam War was unwinnable, yet his stubborn determination not to be the first American president to lose a war pulled him deeper into a conflict that dragged on for another bloody decade. On a more personal level, think of all the sons who spent their lives pursuing the careers they thought most likely to earn the respect of their fathers, and daughters have done that too, and all the daughters who buried their own dreams to fulfill homebound duties. No one can doubt their strength of will, but what did they sacrifice along the way? Whether it means ending a relationship that you've invested in, invested years in, shelving a screenplay that's just not working, or just choosing not to be the last person in the office the night before a big presentation, the choice not to grit it out can be a very difficult one. No one wants to feel like a quitter, and it's especially hard to step back from something we've come to see as integral to our identity. But not all goals are attainable, and many can cost us too dearly in other aspects of our lives. Think about that emotional, mental health and how it's connected to your physical health. If a longstanding commitment no longer feels rewarding to you, do yourself the dignity of taking those feelings seriously. Consider what is no longer resonating with you. I did not do that. I highly recommend not going my route. Is your work process no longer pleasurable? Is the future you're working toward no longer the one you want? Then consider what kind of future you do want. Consider who it is that you do want to be and where it is that you do want to go. Quitting can be a hard choice to make, but often it's a brave one as well. 
And that's from Susan David. And again, the whole article, it will be linked in our sources. But that really hit me. And I think it's something that a lot of us walk through. I want to say again, I'm incredibly privileged that I have choices. I know some of you do not have those choices. And so what I hope you can do is take a look at the nonprofits that are available in your community that might be able to help you. If you are in a situation where, you know, financially it's not plausible to do that, are there are there areas that you can turn to that might be able to help you? Um, a workforce solutions. Um, we have that here on the South Plains. Um, some it's some of these entities that are um, about supporting and helping people do things that they maybe otherwise couldn't afford to do and research that and see if there's a there's a way for you and in the meantime make sure that you're tending to that emotional mental physical health that you're setting boundaries where you can whether it's regarding your time your sleep all of the above but yeah that that one really hit with me and i was just like okay that that is something that i'm going to take with me moving forward Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks to my team um, for all the hard work that they continue to do. I can't do this without them. I literally can't do this without them. I'm so thankful for them. We are going to be back on our every two week schedule this fall, starting on September 13th. We'll drop episodes on Tuesday mornings. And then in those off weeks, you can read blogs from us. We'll be sharing information that ties in to our talking points and who we are sharing throughout that week. You'll get sound bites that'll be available from the most current episodes. And also just feel free to jump back on the website and catch anything that you've missed. That's going to be there for you all the time. Plus all of our socials. We're going to have a lot of different things featured on our socials, as well as our newsletter, like I mentioned earlier. Again, thanks so much for being on this ride with us. DM us with any thoughts or questions. We'd love to hear from you. You can DM us on our Instagram at Embracing Layers. Take care and have a great rest of your week. And, and we look forward to bringing season three to you. Bye-bye.